If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, UFO gain of function. That's correct, UFO gain of function. Now, I'm going to look at this in a little bit of a different way than you might have thought. We've all heard about the idea of uh, capturing a UFO, a crashed UFO, say, and of the U.S. government taking that craft and reverse engineering it and maybe even working on it some way so that we could use it for our own purposes of somehow reverse engineering that technology and applying it to uh, something we have here on Earth, thereby increasing a gain of function of our own equipment. But science looks at gain of function in a slightly different way. And I don't know, if you haven't been living under a rock, then you probably have heard the news that it's pretty pretty clear now that Fauci was involved in this whole gain-of-function process as far as uh, taking deadly viruses such as the Spanish flu 1919 epidemic, recovering that from dead bodies buried in permafrost up in Alaska or Canada, where it was at, and then juicing that virus up to make it even more deadly, as if killing a couple million people wasn't enough. And the reason I bring this up is because I've said all along that this whole COVID thing was more about social engineering and social control than about trying to control a pandemic. And I see the same thing being done with the UFO phenomena. I see the deep state, our military industrial complex, using the whole UFO phenomena as a way to control society, to get what they want. Whether or not you believe the phenomena is real, their reaction to it is what's going to be important. They've proven now that they can keep people locked in their house for a year at a time. They've proven that people in the third world are so naive that they'll lock themselves in their little grass huts or whatever and basically starve themselves to death. I think I read somewhere where seven, up to 7 million people will have died from malnutrition before this whole thing is done. I mean, you have food shortages in Argentina. The price of beef is through the roof. Uh, Brazil, uh, people are selling their food commodities to China because they didn't grow enough in China. Same thing in India. So a, you've have, if you've been paying attention, you have been able to witness a, a worldwide pandemic, supposedly. But I think it's a pandemic of fear myself. And I see the same thing happening with the supposed UFO disclosure coming out. And I see some of the big names in the UFO um, industry, I guess you would say, telling us, that, oh, yes, there's going to be disclosure, there's going to be disclosure. But now, finally, it seems as though that is not going to be the case. But before I get into that article, where where it looks like it's 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 pretty much been exposed that there is going to be no disclosure, just what I've been saying all along, I wanted to point out this particular article here, simply because the people that we are depending upon for disclosure, as the Pentagon, are the same people that have funded research 
and making deadly viruses even more deadly. Now, this article comes from republicworld.com. Article stated June 6, 2021. The title says, Pentagon funded $39 million to NGO for gain-of-function COVID research at Wuhan Lab Report. That's a non-governmental agency or organization. And that's what these guys do. I mean, if they've got some really good stuff, whether it's uh, important stuff involving juicing up deadly viruses or if it's maybe metamaterials from UFO crashes, they don't keep it. They put it in the hands of some non-governmental agency. That way you can't, or at least the information about it, that way you or I can't send a FOIA request. You can send a FOIA request to Bob Bigelow or Tom DeLong, but it's not going to do you any good. And that's a problem that I have with these people. Even though they may be good people, I don't know them personally. But when they get so far deeply embedded with the government, or even like an Elon Musk who's doing all the space work, when all of a sudden all this government proprietary information is held by private companies, then we're out of the loop. And this is what's happened with this, with this uh, gain-of-function on this virus research, quite frankly. It says a report on Sunday revealed that the Pentagon gave $39 million to Echo Health Alliance, the charity that funded coronavirus research at Wuhan Lab. Now, you can do some, you can do some research in this Echo Health Alliance, and there's some big questions there to be asked, too. Further complicating the mystery of the emergence of the, S, of the SARS-CoV-2, the virus responsible for the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic, a report on Sunday revealed that Pentagon gave $39 million to Echo Health Alliance, the charity. Charity? Really? A charity is supporting research on juicing up deadly viruses? Wow. That charity that funded controversial coronavirus research at China's Wuhan Institute of Virology. The report comes as the charity's chief British-born scientist, Dr. Peter Daszak, was exposed in an alleged conflict of interest and backroom campaign to discredit lab leak theories. The U.S. nonprofit set up to research new disease has also partly funded deeply controversial gain-of-function experiments where dangerous viruses are made more infectious to study their effect on human cells. It says Trump canceled USD $3.7 million funding to EHA. In 2020, Donald Trump, the then President of the United States, canceled the USD $3.7 million funding to the EHA after reports surfaced claiming that COVID-19 was either created in the Wuhan lab funded by the EHA, or leaked from there. Federal grant data accessed by independent researchers shows that the charity received more than $123 million from the government from 2017 to 2020, the Department of Defense being one of the biggest funders. Did you hear that? The Department of Defense, the very people that you were depending upon for UFO disclosure, many people, not me, not a lot of you that are listening, I know, but those folks decided that giving millions and millions of dollars to the Chinese to research ways to kill people more effectively with viruses. A majority of DOD funding came from the Defense Threat Reduction Agency. Do you always, I, I love the way that they name things the exact opposite of what they really mean. Threat reduction? So taking the... Taking the uh, 
taking the 1919 flu virus and juicing that up to make it even more deadly is a threat reduction. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like a threat reduction. It goes on and says, A majority of DOD funding came from the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, a combat support agency with a goal to reduce the threat posed by weapons of mass destruction. It, was provi- it has provided almost $39 million to the organizations since 2013. However, the report does not state the exact amount of money that was given to WIV. Well, it could have been a lot more then, huh? A report by the Republicans' House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence suggests that the SARS-CoV-2 virus, which causes the COVID-19 infection, was manufactured in a lab in China against the claim thesis of natural occurrences. The 21-page unclassified report accessed by Republic Media speaks in detail of alleged experiments being conducted at the Wuhan Institute of Virology since 2016, warnings of which have been relayed by the envoys in China. The report also questioned the role of an American institute headed by top medical expert Anthony Fauci, which allegedly funded labs in Wuhan to carry out research on coronavirus. The committee, which has been examining the growing threat to Americans posed by the CCP and the Chinese PLA, accuses the Chinese authorities of undermining the investigation into the origins of the COVID-19, giving a brief timeline of the events. The Republican report has claimed that Wuhan Institute of Virology researchers have been conducting experiments since 2016, which involved RATG-13, the bat coronavirus identified by the WIV in January 2020, as the closest sample to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Recently, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was among the first to suggest that the virus developed organically, took a backtrack and admitted that there was a need to get to the bottom of the origins of the pandemic, saying a possibility of a lab leak could not be ruled out. Well, as an aside, uh, I do not have this uh, article uh, posted at the website ufowarning.com. I do have the other ones you're posting that I'm talking, that I'm referencing. As an aside, I believe it was sometime in 2020, maybe 2019. You can look this up. It won't be hard to find online. They actually had a lab employee from Wuhan was convicted, okay, in court, convicted of taking lab animals and selling them in the wet markets. So say they've been testing uh, flu viruses on rats or reptiles or bats or monkeys or whatever. He was taking these animals and selling them for human consumption. Not a conspiracy theory. A conspiracy fact. Okay, He was convicted of this. You can look the article up yourself. So to say that this didn't come from the lab... Even in some crazy accidental way like this, to me, obviously it came from the lab. And they know this. Now, I'm not going to finish here with the whole article, but you can take a look at this. Go to ufowarning.com. Read the article for yourself. And the reason that I bring this up is not to politicize the show, but I want people to understand who they're dealing with. If you have, If you had an employee or an employer who consistently lied to you and then suddenly came to you one day and gave you some uh, wonderful story, would you believe him or not? I mean, we judge people every day on how truthful they are with us. If somebody has been untruthful with us over the course of our entire lifetime, where they have hardly ever told us the truth about anything, then it only makes sense that we take anything they say with a grain of salt. Now, here's the article coming out talking about the fact that there's just not going to be any disclosure. I know a lot of people thought that when Marco Rubio inserted that little 
uh, instruction into the uh, budget bill that that was going to force the Pentagon to come clean on everything. That's really not how things work. And we should have seen this with Trump. He was in there for four years and couldn't seem to get anything done, really, as far as disclosure of anything. He couldn't get... He couldn't get, what, what, 55, 60-year-old records around the assassination of John F. Kennedy released. You know, he couldn't even, he couldn't even come clean and tell us what he knew about what was going on with the Wuhan virus. I've seen, I've seen his former uh, head of state or whatever uh, talking on Fox the other day and still saying, well, we hope this can be declassified in the coming years. We're not going to declassify anything. It says, government UFO report, no evidence of alien spacecraft but can't rule it out. And this comes from, uh, see here, it says, News 3, by Nextar Media Wire, the Associated Press, posted June 6, 2021. I also have a link to this at ufowarning.com. It says, whatever or wherever they are, they're still out there. U.S. intelligence is after them, but its upcoming report won't deliver any full or final truth about UFOs. The tantalizing prospect of top government intel finally weighing in after decades of conspiracy theories, TV shows, movies, and winking jokes by presidents will instead yield a more mundane reality that's not likely to change many minds on any side of the issue. Investigators have found no evidence the sightings are linked to aliens, but they can't deny a link either. Two officials bring on the report due to Congress later Two officials briefed on the report due to Congress later this month say the U.S. government cannot give a definitive explanation of aerial phenomena spotted by military pilots. Well, there you go. The report also doesn't rule out what pilots have seen, what pilots have seen may be new technologies developed by other countries. One of the officials said there is no indication the unexplained phenomena are, are from secret U.S. programs. The officials were not authorized to discuss information publicly and spoke on condition of anonymity. Findings of the report were first published by the New York Times. The report examines multiple unexplained sightings from recent years that in some cases have been captured on video of pilots ex exclaiming about objects flying in front of them. Congress in December required the Director of National Intelligence to summarize and report on the U.S. government's knowledge of unidentified aerial phenomena, or UAPs, better known to the public as flying, as unidentified flying objects or UFOs. The effort was included in a Defense Department UAP task force established last year. The expected public release of an unclassified version of the report this month will amount to a status report, not the final reward according to one official. A Pentagon spokeswoman, Susan Gow, now remember, every time I Bring this woman's name up, Susan, Sue, now they're calling her Sue Gow, G-O-U-G-H. Remember, she is an expert, she is an expert in communication and psychological warfare, okay? Look up her bio. She is an expert in communication, expert. Declined Friday to comment on news stories about the intelligence report. She said the Pentagon's UAB task force is actively working with the office of the intelligence, with the office of the director of national intelligence, on the report. Now remember when they finally got Ratcliffe in there, and he came out and said, "Yes, we have pictures of these things. We have UFOs that have been sighted in the air, photographed by people in our jet airplanes, photographed by our our guys, photographed by satellites, and photographed from our people on the ground." 
So we got our people on the ground, our people in the air, and satellites. And satellites, all three photographing the same thing. Three eyewitnesses' accounts at the same time. We know they're there. But John Ratcliffe wasn't in that job very long, was he? She says, but she added, I will say that we take... Says, oh, excuse me, it says... She said the Pentagon's UAP task force was actively working with the Office of Director of National Intelligence on a report, and DNI will provide the findings to Congress. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki, when asked about the report, said of the question at first, it's always a little wacky on Fridays, but she added, I will say that we take reports of incursions into our airspace by any aircraft, identified or unidentified, very seriously, and investigate each one. Yeah, more nonsense. The Pentagon and Central Intelligence Agency have for decades looked into reports of aircraft or other objects in the sky flying at inexplicable speeds or trajectories. The U.S. government takes unidentified aerial phenomena seriously given the potential national security risk of an adversary flying novel technology over a military base or another sensitive site, or the risk or the prospect of a Russian or Chinese. Now, I'm going to show you an article in a second to show you why this is just not even possible, or the prospect of a Russian or Chinese development exceeding current U.S. capabilities. This also is seen by the U.S. military as a security and safety issue, given that in many cases the pilots who reported seeing unexplained aerial phenomena were conducting combat training flights. The reports, the reports lack a firm conclusion. The report. The report's lack of firm conclusion will likely disappoint people anticipating the report, given many Americans' long-standing fascination with UFOs and the report of aliens having reached humankind. A recent story on CBS 60 Minutes further bolstered interest in the government report. Now just think about this for a second. I just read an article to you describing how the Pentagon spent close to $40 million, if not more, dollars to fund to fund research into making deadly viruses more deadly. And they used a non-governmental organization to do that. Why are we using non-governmental organizations to create deadly pandemic-level viruses? Those are the people that are supposed to give you UFO disclosure. Okay? If you believe that, I have some swamp land in Florida to sell you. I'm sorry. If you believe that, you really need to work on your uh, work on your logic skills a little bit. It says people are conflict, conflating this issue with the idea that those UFOs demonstrate amazing physics, possibly even aliens. West said the idea that this is some kind of secret warp drive or it's defying physics as we know it. There really isn't any good evidence for that. Well, that's either deception or stupidity, because you can see the things move. We see they clearly defy the laws of physics. Okay, So can you see here how they're trying to control the narrative? They're telling you, don't trust your lying eyes. Don't trust your lying eyes, but go ahead and trust a non-governmental organization to hype up deadly viruses and design them to kill millions and millions of people. That, that's okay. The Pentagon last year announced a task force to investigate the issue. Read cover up. And the Navy in recent years created a protocol for its pilots to report any possible sightings, call them drones. And lawmakers in recent years have pushed for more public disclosure. 
There's a stigma on Capitol Hill, Senator Marco Rubio, Florida, told 60 Minutes in May. I mean, some of my colleagues are very interested in this topic, and some kind of, you know, giggle when you bring it up. But I don't think we can allow stigma to keep us from having an answer to a very fundamental question. Well, that should tell us something. We have people that aren't open-minded enough, aren't curious enough, and quite frankly aren't intelligent enough to understand the concept that UFOs, quite frankly, are real. I mean, how many do you have to witness to understand that something's happening? This phenomena is real at some level. But those are the people that are running things. Now, I want to go back and look at one other article because they have they've, they've brought up here about this whole notion that they think that these things are could possibly uh, be um, a creation of the Chinese or Russians. But when you watch these UFO videos and you just just get a rudimentary concept for the level of physics that these things are operating at. I mean, the speeds are traveling at. Nothing organic could be living inside them, for one thing. But just I, just just the metal itself, how could it withstand those G-forces? It couldn't. Now compare that to our most advanced spacecraft, or at least the one we know about, the, the, the stealth program. That thing was so complicated when they designed and built it at Skunk Works. Remember I did a program on this, and you can go back and look it up. They had they brought in all those guys with their master's degrees, and I think a lot of them even have PhDs. And remember how they talked about how they had to retrain them in a level at a, at, a, at a level of physics, at an academic level, that was above what they had learned in college. Now, these are the smartest guys on the planet. And they're telling us that the level understanding of physics was so far above what they had learned in college that they had to be re-educated in skunk works. This is, this is absolutely amazing. That tells us, well, what does that tell you? That tells you that we have hidden knowledge. Hidden knowledge. It's the, the idea that you can learn everything that everybody else knows by going on the computer and reading a book? Not true. There is knowledge that's so advanced that it's hidden from the rest of us. That was proved with the StealthWorks program. There was hidden knowledge, a level of physics that was understood there by a very small group of people that the rest of academia didn't understand because these very smart people that were brought into this program had to be retrained. Had to be retrained in this new level of physics. It's like comparing basic math to calculus. Just think about that for a second. Think about what that means. Hidden knowledge wasn't shared with the rest of us. wasn't shared in any of the college programs these guys went through. And these were smart guys. These were the brightest of the bright. I mean, genius IQ level. They had to be retrained to a higher level. And now we're seeing that this is true. It says here, the article says, U.S. Air Force needs to reverse engineer parts for aging stealth bombers. Here we go, what, 30 years later? There's nobody around that knows that hidden knowledge now. All the old guys that invented this are retired or died. And now, they're not able to repair those planes 35 years later. Why? Because they didn't pass on that hidden knowledge. That hidden knowledge is still hidden. Okay? They brought these guys in. They let them use that hidden knowledge to create this, this fantastic uh, radar-evading craft and whatever else it does. And then they were gone. The hidden knowledge is still there. It's still hidden. So what's it say? 
The most, and apparently it's hidden so well that they're having a hard time finding it. Listen to this. The most recent estimate for the Northrop Grumman's B-21 Raiders first flight is in mid-2022. With the first two aircraft under construction, the Raider is due to replace the B-2 Spirit, their first and only operational stealth bomber. The U.S. Air Force is short on parts for the B-2 Spirit stealth bombers and needs a capable engineering contractor to reverse engineer a key part in its cooling system. It's a humorous request to make, given how highly secretive the aircraft's design is. It says it's unclear exactly why this process is required, as the war zone notes. It's possible that due to the B-2's highly secretive nature, the original plans or tools for producing the part in question have been destroyed. Another possibility is that they were produced by a firm that no longer exists. This isn't the first time the U.S. military has faced such a problem. When the Iowa-class battleships were being removed from mothball and modernized in the 1980s to compete with the Soviet Union's Kirov-class cruisers, only a handful of people were still around when they had last been used in the late 50s and 60s, much less from their construction in the 40s, resulting in a costly and time-consuming retraining process for their crews. Well, they're kind of convoluting things a little bit there, too, the level of technology. But it just goes to show, if we can't, if we have great difficulty reverse engineering a 1940s battleship in 1980, or if it's nearly impossible for us to reverse engineer a 30, 35-year-old stealth bomber, how on earth are we going to reverse engineer a UFO? And secondly, if we can't, if we can't recreate stuff we made 30 years ago, why would we think that the Russians and Chinese are capable of creating things that are generations ahead of the stealth bomber when they haven't proven that they've created anything close to it? Okay? Now think about that. So this whole idea that these UFOs have been spotted are some kind of top-secret Chinese or Russian program. Well, that's just... It's absolute it's it's absolute silliness. The stuff is so far ahead. Some of our own stuff is so far ahead of us that we can't we can't seem to repeat it. So you can imagine what this stuff that that we had the videos of is where it comes from, what it's made of, how it works. It's beyond our comprehension. That's the whole thing. It's is what Arthur C. Clarke say that when technology gets to a certain level, it's magic. And that's what's going on with these UFOs. They're at the level of magic. We, we can't explain them. It's almost like the phenomenon of lightning or a ghost or Bigfoot or something. We're going to have a probably easier time understanding it in those terms than we can in any kind of a, a physical sense of what we, would, what we would think of as a moving spacecraft. So that brings me back to the whole notion that I said that this show was about, and that's gain of function seems to me that the deep state already knows this. They know this thing is beyond their comprehension. And maybe I think personally that at some level that they are communicating or they think that they are communicating with the intelligence behind this phenomena. There's some evidence of that. I also think that they uh, wouldn't tell us in a million years because that would just be giving up too much power for them. As far as I can see... They are approaching this phenomenon of UFOs the same way they approach a deadly virus. They're going to use it any way they can to gain power and control over the rest of us. 
It's kind of what a very mentally unhealthy person with aggressive tendencies does. I guess I should say a person with psychopathic tendencies does. A psychopath is always going to try to gain power and control. I think that maybe that's to replace their own power, their own lack of power and control. It's very dangerous. A very dangerous conundrum we have here, really. And for the average person who's a UFO buff or has questions about this subject, to place their faith in the same group of people who are actively trying to resurrect, who actually have resurrected the 1919 flu virus and are trying to make it more deadly, to put your faith in those people to tell you the truth about what they know about UFOs is, to me, utter foolishness. I'm sorry. The only thing that I can see that they're doing out of this is that they are going to attempt to gain, to, to, to somehow, somehow come into a position of a gain of function. A gain of function along the sociological terms. They're taking the narrative of the UFO, okay? That narrative has a function. And they're going to juice that function up. They're taking the whole notion of fear of Russia, fear of China. They're going to bring the skeptics out. I've seen one of these one of these doofuses on a video talking about how, you know, you can't tell me it's a UFO because until you, you know, as long as it's in this world, blah, blah, blah. They're going to take all the nonsense. They're going to throw it in that viral mix, and instead of offering you a clear picture of something, or just telling you the truth that maybe they don't know, they're going to try to achieve a gain of function. And by that, I mean a gain of control. To the point where, if someone reports a UFO, maybe they'll just lock your community down for a week. Maybe they'll tell you to stay inside and not come out. A way to control you. A way to maintain their control over you. And this is why I've said over and over again, don't fall, don't fall for all of this, the big brother's going to give me disclosure nonsense. If you want disclosure, go in your own backyard and look up in the sky and see what you see. Talk to people online, listen to programs like this, do your own research, come to your own conclusions. Approach it with an open mind. But don't depend upon the government to tell you what you should or shouldn't believe. That's the best advice I could give anybody that's curious about this subject. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.